Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Arctic researcher Tyler Hymanson. Ooh, <laughs> Arctic researcher. Why? Right. Why? Right. Because we're going up to the Arctic tundra <gasps> of where things are very cold, and I assume there's lots of snow. So much snow. For we tremors, are... a cold day in hell. Yes, we're on our way to none of it territory in Canada. I'm uh, having none of it. <laughs> You've been waiting all day to say that, haven't you? Haven't you? You've been like, I'm going to make a none of it joke. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're here today uh, talking about the final uh, Tremors movie. For, for now. now. For now. Oh, yeah. yeah. For now. You're right. I forget to say for now. For now. <laughs> Don't make us make another Tremors movie, you guys. <laughs> a cold day in hell. It just came out like a month ago, if yeah. even. Yeah. So. And uh, I don't know if you've been following along, but if you have missed some of our last episodes, Elis, where can new listeners reach out to us and listen up? Yeah, please go to SequelRights.com or find us on any of uh, the major podcasting apps. Um, we've got, you know, good interviews on Tremors 3, Tremors 4. We have S.S. Wilson and Sam Lee. And uh, yeah, check out those episodes and all of our other franchises. Yeah, if the, if you can't find the website, if you DM directly on Twitter, we'll make a zip disk and run it to you in person. We'll mail it to you. Yeah, and if you still can't find it after that, here's Tyler's personal phone number so you can That's call right. him up. That's right. It's 555-123 Fake Street. Anyways, it's time to strap on your parka, put on your sunglasses to block the reflection of the sun, and watch that trailer. How'd you get this number? You from the government? Impossible. Improbable. Ass blasters in the Arctic? Welcome to the Boyd Canyon Arctic Research Station. If you've got ass blasters, you have graboids. Incoming! Go, go, go! Take a couple of tablespoons of cement and harden the hell up, huh? Man, that trailer gave me chills. chills. <laughs> Get it? Cold it was, puns. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So... It was ice cold. <laughs> I no, talk... we're done. <laughs> hey, we got all night. I want to talk about the opening of this movie. So, and some of the ones in the past too, we've seen like an opening that someone is finding graboids, and that is right? the exact same as the fifth one. Yes, <laughs> it's so, exactly the, the same. same. We're in the tundra, like we they said. Are and, we? Or we're in? Snow. We're on a sand dune somewhere <laughs> with a blue tint in South Africa. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we can say right off the bat. That this movie was entirely filmed in South Africa again because it's cheap, and they just uh, CGI'd and camera tricked all the snow in the opening. South season. Africa, known for their snow. No, yeah, well, and, and no, but no, <laughs> but nobody's wearing any cold weather gear. Like it's obviously hot out, and the guys just wear like the scientists are just wearing like cardigans. Well, the one guy does have frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> so the important. <laughs> He does. <laughs> That's the funniest thing you ever said. <laughs> Eliz, continue. I, I don't want to. No, okay, no, no. Uh, what were you going to say? What were you all saying? right. So I have to say that this first scene is very important because it brings to light, you know, one of the modern uh, plights that people just don't talk about enough. Uh oh. Of white racism <gasps> against other whites. <gasps> <laughs> That's right. That's right. These three which, characters. Which which Nordic country are you yes. from? <laughs> These three characters are Yankee, Dutch, and Aussie. Those That's right. are their names in the movie. And they are researchers. One is from America, one is Dutch, and one is Australian. What? And so they are making fun of each other for being from different white countries. We subjugated more cultures than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and so then, in what can only be construed as an act of God, they're all murdered by graboids. <laughs> so, leave behind an arm just like the fifth movie. Yep, yep. just like we the one we just it's watched. Di- it's directed by John Paul Joseph. 
<laughs> Don Michael Paul. <laughs> Don Michael Paul. A Frankenstein of names and a Frankenstein of film. Good old Donnie boy. <laughs> Bringing it back. The one thing that I did kind of like about this scene is that at the very end, it focuses on the dude with the frosted tips, his his like uh, polarized sunglasses. You can see the the reflection of the graboid oh, coming yeah, up yeah. and killing people. That so was kind of fun. It's, yeah, we're led to believe that it's the tundra. They're not dressed warmly. Uh, they do mention that it's a heat say, wave they say for that the it's, tundra. It's anyway. global warming, and but the the wind's blowing and it's sand. It's they're on <laughs> sand it's, dunes. It's straight up sand. They're yeah, and sand. they just put like Instagram filters of snow on yeah. this too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, snow protocol go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that's the opening scene. We get a little uh, title card that you know says the title of the movie, in case you're wondering what the, 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 that that's was. Right, and then you're like, "Oh God, this is gonna keep going." <laughs> yep. And then we open on Perfection, Nevada, uh-huh. South Africa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfection, South, South Africa. Africa. <laughs> so apparently, there's like no one left in the town or something. We don't. The sign see them. still says 14, but there's it's been one crossed guy. out. It says 12. It also looks like. There's literally only Chains, yeah. Chains Market. Chains Market is else. there. Nothing you can't else. see really see any other buildings. Uh, we find out that Bert is working the market now. Uh, mm-hmm. It has a B rating for the health department. Which is a fun detail. <laughs> but it has a very fancy milk neon sign, which doesn't make any <laughs> sense. It does have a nice reference that Jody is working at a law firm in Reno and is allowing him to like squat at the store, basically. Yep, yep. Good for her. She got out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eh, Reno's not getting out. <laughs> uh, I was born there. Good point. And yeah, this is one of my like what ensues here, which I was excited for originally. Like, ooh, Chang's Market, that's awesome. Like, we're back in perfection. Yeah. But then what ensues is like my least favorite th- scene. I think of the entire movie. Yeah. yeah, and the market also is without any of the cool stuff that Jody had instituted yeah. before. There's no graboid photo op. There's no yeah. graboid souvenirs. There's no comics. There's maybe it's like all a like Bert, couple of Bert things cardboard from Bert. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, none of the cool stuff that was there before. There was some really hilarious poster in the background. It was like girls with guns. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, is that it a like porn advertisement? Like, I think it was just like a video. But I was like, yeah. uh, I don't know about the Don Paul, Michael, yeah, Josh. Well, yeah, so there's so there's that <laughs> Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gets back to the same thing where there's a wind chime made of shell casings that says, <clears throat> you, "Just one more until one more casing until." No, one, more one more tax man and my collection will be complete. Yeah. yeah. And guess who shows up? The tax man. With, with a novelty <laughs> license plate. Right. Yeah. It says tax man. Yeah. And then uh, we get a, treated to a lovely scene of two old men yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't know about you guys, but this is the first time where I was like, I I don't know. I felt Bert felt out of character in this scene because mm-hmm. he was just like frantically yelling the whole time. He didn't seem like smart or anything. Just like, just, I mean, obviously this is like his nemesis other than there the no grab eyes. It, but, no, it, but... It, no, it gets back into the Clive and Bundy thing. Like, it just does not, like, like I, I felt it in, in, in five and even more so in this movie. It's just like, there's, and I don't know if it's, if it's the archetype that they're dealing with and I, it's, I've changed watching at it or if it's just John Paul John's, uh, Bert uh, has changed. And there's kind of a misdirect too, as the tax man is coming in, Bert is like aiming a big gun yeah, or something. Like and so shoot. it looks like he's going to shoot the guy. But then when the guy opens the door, Bert shoots and he's actually shooting like a target, mm-hmm. target practice. Yeah. So at least thank God he wasn't going to shoot the IRS but I don't even guy. appreciate that misdirect. No, like, yeah. no, 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 like, no yeah. But I, I don't know if it was you who uh, Elis who just said it or Tyler. But someone was like, someone said like the wit is gone from him. And yeah, I, I think that's totally what is happening yeah. in this for me. I was like, he's not having any quippy lines that are funny. He just seems like he's like he seems more like he's delirious just, old he's man. He's just mad at the government. Yeah, like, he's like a he's like he's a Facebook crackpot. Yeah, he's like, a conspiracy theorist at yeah, this point too. Yeah, he's ringing up things about. Uh, I didn't DARPA, like... which I guess is actually a real organization. Yeah. Uh, and oh, DARPA's... I mean, no, DARPA's legit spooky scary. But, okay. like, like uh, in 2018, after after the whole Nevada Rancher thing, and, like, to play on that as a joke, like, like people died. Mm. Like, it, it, the, the whole thing is... is I, yeah. I don't want to get super into it, but, like, it was, it was just very strange and, uh, and kind of icky. 
Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I was not a fan of this Bert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, at the start of the movie, and I was just like, okay, can we? The, the scene went on so long, and they're like yeah. flipping each other but off then and stuff. And here like, comes Jamie Kennedy to save the day. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so before he leaves, the tax men's like, we're seizing the property, but it's not even his property. So yeah. I don't know, like, why? Yeah, jo- yeah it's Jody's property. But it's... they decide they say that they're seizing the market because Bert hasn't paid taxes. Also, in as years. we established, that it's in. Danger, there's there's graboids that still live in perfection and and it's endangered wildlife preserve. Yeah, but they don't even ever mention that. In they this say movie. that they don't. No, that was the end of oh. three though. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, I know. I but was they gonna never say yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that's something that does not ever come back. Yeah, they're very selective in their uh, yep. remembering of things. No, no shriekers. No, no wildlife preserve. And no yeah, and no Bert specifically says in the fifth one, like, you can't keep one of these things, but it's like, you guys totally kept one, like, at yeah. the end of three, so. Yeah, and there's another thing, like, later on when he eventually gets recruited to come after these graboids, and one of them says, oh, the person who's recruiting says, like, you've killed graboids on two continents, which is not true either, because he also Great. killed <laughs> graboids in, in Argentina. Argentina. So. There seems to be a lot of confusion about where Argentina is You know in why? This it's because I heard that Don Michael Paul, John Jiminy, didn't watch the fucking movies. <laughs> he did not. He did not. Maybe they're thinking of it as like a Pangea situation. And like, what was what was North and South America called again after they split up? I forget. Yeah, yeah. Tremor, Tremors Three was so old. You're the giving, continent was back together. together. <laughs> That's right. You're giving Donny Boy too much credit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we get Jamie Kennedy's back. Like apparently he was on some sort of uh, mission to get Corona. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back like with a, a pallet of like delivery things and then he's yeah. like drinking Corona. Yeah, I don't know. We find out that the YouTube video social media thing did not go well and that they're not really making the videos anymore. Yeah. Apparently they didn't get paid up front from Van Dick for to fund their dig for the next right. two years. Well, and Jamie Kennedy's like off shooting other videos or something. He like, that's really why he was gone. Down, then he yeah. was gone and like he was probably shooting girls with low self-esteem videos. <gasps> it doesn't really seem like they bonded anymore as father and no, son. No, their relationship is like, remember we were talking about in the last episode of just like, hey, I, we thought they'd reveal this earlier. They could be like a fun dynamic of them going back and mm-hmm. forth. And it's like, well, I guess that's this movie. Because... <laughs> yeah, I guess I was wrong about that. <laughs> but I mean, because not, not fun. that was what, like three years ago. So maybe let's say they spent one year making the videos and two years apart. I think you would still bond like a little bit more, but it's like this took, it's like this took place they, the day after <laughs> the Africa. next day. Yeah. yeah. Like they still don't like each other. I think, I think that there's <clears> something and, and maybe it happened in a little bit in the first movie, but there's not a dignity to Bert in, in this. Like mm. he's, He's in like military, like whitey tighties, and yeah. like sleeping in a hammock. It also seems like uh, he's having like PTSD flashbacks, right. is what we see. Yeah, what it looks like at least when uh, when it first happens on the roof. So it's kind of it's kind of a tough pill to swallow. It's just not as enjoyable. Like there, there's a lot of things about it that make it like not a fun performance. Yeah, yeah. He's looking a little bit older in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, seventy. Yeah. I mean, and still also, pretty impressive. Also good for him, like, like, and he's he's still delivering lines. Like he's he's you know. Yeah. He, I know you. Yeah, I know you said there's less wit, but he does have a you know a handful of funny lines in this movie. Like, yeah, I feel like so so we're 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 kind of getting up to it here. Like he gets a phone call, and it's basically these people in Canada that you know know that Bert is a graboid expert because someone knows him kind of mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's they, a girl there who's a big graboid enthusiast yeah. yeah and they need him and like I feel like the minute graboid is mentioned boom we're back to like the Bert that yes yes that we're used to mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a purpose again and he's uh-huh. like I'm gonna go to Canada I guess now and hunt these graboids yep but once again, he's like doesn't believe there's graboids there. He's like mm-hmm. these people are idiots. They can't yeah, be yeah. in the you know, they are only in the desert. And they kind of tell him like, well, you know, global warming? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Yeah, number yeah. three profit? I don't know. So, um, so they go up there and uh, they meet Valerie, who is the main girl that knew a lot about graboids that was talking to him. I just want to say one thing before we get to that. Okay. To Valerie, uh, there's a there's a whole scene of them flying in an airplane mm. on the way there, where yeah. we're we're introduced to the pilot. Um, I don't remember her name. Mac or Mac, something. I yeah. believe it's Mac. Yeah, you're right, Mac. Mac the pilot. And there was a shot in this that got me so excited for like two seconds. <laughs> uh, so they're flying along, and then like 
the camera pans back and all of a sudden you see like this shot of like an ass blaster mm-hmm. that basically looks the same as the one from Africa, mm-hmm. but an ass blaster flying in behind them. And I was like, Oh shit, we're going to get a freaking awesome aerial dog fight. dog fight scene. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, uh, these b- movies have, like, pretty low budget. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as it started, like, the, the scene started going on, I was like, oh, okay, this is not exciting. <laughs> well, and, like, the the first shot was just like, yes. Every time the ass blasters are getting more and more powerful blasts from their asses. Yeah. Like, they're going higher and higher every time. At some point, it seems like they actually have, like, wings, whereas before they really just had gliding, you know, like, arms yeah. that had flaps that they right, could glide right. on but now it's like they they've got wings, wings they can yeah. go like all the way up in the air as high as an airplane i think and, that, I think but that, i i just i want to like just like have a brief aside about something about trimmers about the time where it came out that so much of the rules uh were tied to what you could do practically with the mm. effects right right and and i think that that's kind of what's awesome about it like it's so much based in reality and like like the ass blaster idea as what ss wilson told us was like no like they he thought it was ridiculous until they said, no, it's an actual beetle. Like, it's something that actually happens. Like, they can do yeah. this. And then so we had to get a rig and figure out the wires and do it, all these things. And once it becomes this badass CG model, it's just like, well, fuck it. Like, well, it I mean, goes, I guess ostensibly there are beetles that have wings, but, like... But, yeah, yeah. Do, you think, do you think that the special effects guys, like, designed these ass blasters based off real animals? No, no. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like all the rules of Tremors are, are come at this really amazing time. Of, of when effects are kind of evolving and so so much of the rules were based on what they could actually do in camera and what they could do practically and so we're talking about how the scale of the ass blasters has has skyrocketed in terms of what they can do and how far they can fly and i think some of that comes from you don't even have to worry about what the rig is going to be in, right. in camera it's just well yeah it's like just shoot a plane and it's up there yeah this was just like i i had gotten so i got so excited for like two seconds because yeah. i was like i was like this is something we've never seen like a crazy ass blaster dogfight and also then, i just yeah. kept thinking like if ass blasters are on ice like wouldn't the blast just melt the ice and not launch them into right. the air but i mean i guess they could go off right. a rock or something whatever but yeah so i guess they like run into the ass blaster turns and out if... there's not that much ice up here yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's literally no ice yeah fucks up the propeller in the engine right. and they have to crash land the plane yep but they're fine so that they can uh, arrive at the uh, base and meet val uri <laughs> who's introduced as valerie that's right she is and she doesn't say anything and then her and bert are trading graboid knowledges knowledge and hypothesizing on how there could be graboids in the arctic and you know talking about the global warming to explain why there's no snow in south africa and um then she says like oh wow this is so cool i can't wait to tell my mom and dad and like for some reason bert thinks it's weird that she said that although if someone <laughs> said that wouldn't you just be like yeah yeah that's cool like, yeah. tell your parents about your research yeah. you know i don't know but he was like go for what? it and then she was like oh yeah my mom and dad are val and Rhonda, like yeah. from the original tremors movie no she just says from the first <laughs> graboid invasion from the original yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, which I was like, oh shit, this is really cool. Like, uh, that's a cool callback and an interesting character to bring in. It's Um, cool that she's a scientist and yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I I, like her mom. I, uh, while we're on the topic of this character, I don't know what you guys think about, uh, her use in the film as a whole, but I feel like it's kind of wasted in my opinion. It's wasted this entire, when they show up to this, 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 tundra research facility there's no snow on the ground and they basically like, global warming and like that yeah. like, and that's it like <laughs> uh it, it is nothing there but the the staff of this research facility there's a few guys there that accept they're the exec the <laughs> exception yep but Otherwise, it looks like a bachelorette party in Tahoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I... It's just like, it's like, let's get the hottest scientists and get them up here. Yeah. And then we're going to kill them off one by one. Yeah, the girl, Val, she... I like her. I liked her character. I liked, you know, what she did during the movie. I think this actress does kind of look like what the child of Finn Carter and Kevin Bacon would maybe look like. Yeah. And, um, but I think overall, just one of the main problems I have with this movie is there's too many characters that we yeah, don't yeah, yeah. care about. Yeah. And they're taking up time that we could have had developing this character more. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel. I feel like she kind of gets sidelined. She gets introduced and has like maybe a couple of times where she chimes in with like, Graboid knowledge. And then they put her on a tower. Yeah, and then she kind of gets sidelined for yeah. favor of this, like, 
fucking so unbelievable romance plot with Jamie Kennedy. To the point where they're like, it, it builds up to the same kiss that happens at the uh, end of the first movie, but it borderlines on sexual assault. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was gross. Uh, yeah. I was like, there is no fucking way that this yeah. lady would be. She's like. You know, I don't know. Yeah. She's like the hottest girl you've ever seen, basically, yeah. and and then and a super smart and head of this research facility. And she's totally going to be in love with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, <laughs> where the, the research facility is filled with beautiful women and beautiful men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so they kind of tried to put little interactions with her and Jamie Kennedy throughout the movie that showed that even though she's hot and looks like a total bimbo, like she it's, had some like weirdo, like it's just so offbeat uh, characteristics that he would like, I guess he like hits on her immediately. Yeah, for sure. Which is, he's we've seen him creep. to do that. Right. He's right. A real but, creep but, she, but she doesn't. She, yeah. But the fact that she would go along but, with like, it, like, 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 like the movie rewards him being a creep. Yes. But there, I, I just say like they at least gave her a little bit of agency to show a couple of times during the movie that she actually, found him you know like interesting yeah or funny i guess or i'm just watching this movie like grab whites uh-huh ass blasters yes romance between jamie kennedy and this girl no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie is fake as fuck what i, I thought i was watching a documentary until yeah. that moment yeah and i think like they're probably just like there was probably a lot of discussion about like well maybe we should have val and Rhonda's kid end up with bert's kid but then they were like oh that's gross that's because there's creepy, like yeah. tw- at least 20 years difference that's and so, so they were like all right let's split the girl into two characters one that could make out with jamie kennedy and one that's going to be, mean, that you know, probably happened, but it yeah. was a bad idea. Yeah. I feel like this is like a bigger problem with this entire movie. And I mean, we're kind of talking overview a little bit here, but like this movie picks and chooses all these like lore things and then throws them all into the same movie. That's just overstuffed with like dumb things. So then it ends up feeling like, Oh, I just, I just like, Oh, let's have Val and Rhonda's kid for fun. And she's there, whatever. Let's uh, bring back a key plot point from Tremors three. Like, yeah, what, what if Bert ran the market? That's cool. Yeah, it's just like all these kind of tiny things that like it seemed like someone who didn't really care about the franchise would just be like, oh, fans will like this. But yeah, and it was like, oh, remember like Hot Springs, eggs. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And it just felt like it just felt like pick and choosing certain things, but not like giving them like you said room to breathe. And like I would have loved for Valerie's character to be like the new badass character. Instead, yeah. she's like. Yeah, sideline. There's too many characters. Like, there's the scientist that Jamie Kennedy has the romance with, and then there's Val. But there's also, like, at least three other women and, like, four or five or six other men. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of them get killed, but not really. Like, not that many of them actually get killed, and not anybody that we knew anything about. And so it's just kind of like, oh, God, there's so many people here. Like, the pilot comes back at some point, and it's just like... uh. Yeah. And then there's, like, the DARPA military guys as well. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, uh, a way less complicated plot, too, than the last film. So we can kind of say that, like... Basically, there's graboids here, and they all get trapped on the base, yep. <laughs> and they're fighting graboids. There is and... no snow ever again. Yep, yeah. yep. They're they're fighting graboids just like they did in Perfection. Basically, where like everyone's either on a roof or in a building yep. trapped. Yep, and they had decided that there's three graboids. Yeah, right? and so like also you know. I hate global warming just as much as the next person. Yep, yep, and, yep. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind being hit over the head with a global warming message either. Like, you know, Wally is like my favorite of all the Pixar movies. But this, it's mine too. this just uses of global course. warming so stupidly and incorrectly. Like, I mean, I looked it up just to double check <laughs> that I wasn't being a jerk to see if any place in none of it was so melted that it would like <laughs> look like this now it is not the case yeah. almost like they said 90% of it is hardcore frozen tundra and the 10% that's not is like the highest level of arctic how, whatever how am I not surprised that that's not true it is, it is, <laughs> it is, it, the thing about it is it's not using global warming as a message it is using it as an excuse for a low budget yeah yeah it is. It does not try to tie it in. It is not with wit. It is not with a joke. It is. It is global warming, dummy. And like, it's almost like it's making fun of it as a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, wh- how much more really could it have cost to get those snow blower white paint things and paint the you know the edges of all the roofs and dump a ton of. If it was in the middle of the summer and outside in South Africa, it probably would have been hot. I guess. Yeah, well, I guess originally the film was supposed to uh, shoot in the mountains of Bulgaria. 
Oh, good. Um, but uh, the the country had uh, too like, much snow. Yeah, one of the largest <laughs> blizzards ever, and they were like, "Fuck that." Yeah. <laughs> it's not that cold in hell, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> uh, Elis, I uh, so we're getting we got graboids. Uh, people getting killed by graboids. I am interested to know what your thoughts are on the death of the. Like I think she was like the communications sexy lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one was she? I think, yeah, which person? From oh wait, the, the one from DARPA? From no, the no, no. This is, catalog this is the. Was she was destroyed. a brunette. <laughs> She's a brunette. Is she pulled through the window? Yes, through okay. the window. She was a doctor. Actually, she was the okay. medical doctor. <laughs> I, I see. I couldn't remember. There's so, like oh, one. There's two brunettes that look the same. Okay. okay. Yeah. She would be useful for the bullshit disease that comes up later. Exactly. So yeah. she was the one that diagnoses Bert, which we find out he's got a virus or something. He's got sort. graboid disease. Oh, he also had he also had a tapeworm. <laughs> what? I think I think it was. I think, that isn't was that the part of thing. the? It's yeah. this whole whole thing. Oh, maybe. But they removed the tapeworm. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. But he yeah. still is infected with okay. graboid disease. And they and they make it th- so they explain that like the one time that Bert was inside a graboid in Tremors three. Yeah. Again, like cherry picking, like hey, remember? Right, they cherry they cherry pick that, but forget about El Blanco and that they right. could probably just capture a graboid there um, <laughs> pretty easily. Um, they uh, decide they say that like, oh yeah, it's a long gestating disease. That's yeah, why you many, haven't had it until many, this movie. Many, many, many years. <laughs> it shows the scene like in a kind of like you know feverish flashback of Bert, but it's like. There's no context, so like you really don't even. If you hadn't seen that movie very recently, you yeah. probably wouldn't even understand that it was flashing back to that. Here's what I wanted to happen, and also something that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we see this happen on the roof, right? And you're like, "What the fuck's happening? Is he like fucked up by dealing with tremor or tremors <laughs> from dealing with graboids all got the time? Abducted by aliens, yeah. or something? Because there was like a flash it's, where it showed like a close encounters, like alien. Yeah, it's really weird. Shadow. The, then, the visual language is of him losing his shit in the fifth movie in the the, the cage. Like it's a yeah. semi quick cut bullshit. The nonsense. second time it happens, it's when he's uh, out there saving the ass of that fucking dumbass nerd scientist guy, uh, Doctor Freeze. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Freeze, who for some reason we care about, even Dr. though he's Freeze? proven to be a coward and was, a jerk. It, his name was like Doctor Freeze. 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 Yeah, but it sounds so, like Freeze. So the second time it happens, they're both incapacitated by this. Like he's also on the ground going like right. No, because Bert told him to do everything I do. Oh, okay, I that's miss, why I it's supposed to be a joke. So I was like, what? Bert was like, "You're gonna follow me. You're gonna do everything I do." Like you know, and okay, so that's why I, the I guy. Guess I, I guess I missed, I missed that. that. I, I was just like, why is he also affected by? this? Yeah, because he's imitating Bert <laughs> okay, because okay. he's so scared that Bert told and Bert told him like, "You better imitate me or else." Well, the thing that I hoped was happening, I was like, is he having some kind of psychic link with the graboids all of a sudden? <laughs> like he's been like he's been fighting them for so long that now he's like. Like in their minds. Yeah, like I Hive mind. wish it had been something like that. Or I wish even if you're going to have him infected by this virus that can only be cured by getting antibodies from a live graboid, we find out. Like have show a scene in this movie where he is punctured by a graboid yeah, or yeah. something like that. Because the know? whole like, you, uh, every fucking movie we've been seeing people getting sprayed with guts and all this yeah. shit. Yeah. They're like every character comes back like, oh, I'm sick with graboid <laughs> disease. guys. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I was thinking about like that uh, helicopter pilot in South yeah. Africa. Like any yeah. minute now, he's gonna be like, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, well, no, apparently twenty fucking years. Oh, he's that's fine. True, yeah, yeah it, it totally reeked. He'll drink himself to death. Mm. It totally reeked of to me of like uh, Michael Gross being like, you know what? F- I'm fucking seventy. I'm old. Can I lay in a bed for half the scenes? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I need to run around and yeah. be naked in a cage? Like, whatever. <laughs> But they, that was too much. He still he still had to show his ass in this movie. Oh god, yeah, yeah. he sure did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I want to get back to this. Yeah, scene. sorry. The, this female doctor, she diagnoses Bert and then is uh, instantly pulled through a window. Much I think that happened to a guy in Tremors too as well. Where... It didn't. To hilarious fact. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. what did you think about the fact that she gets first? So she's getting attacked by the worms that. In this movie, apparently, are reattached. Attached, yep. Yeah, because they're not Africanized. I guess, but they kind of looked like the Africanized. They're the same. They're the same model. Yeah, they're the same model, they're but the they don't. Same three D model. They don't work the same. Yeah. yeah, and I think at some point Valerie says that these uh, graboids actually are the they're ones the first. before. They're yeah. pre pre cable. Yeah, yeah, someone says that. So she says that <laughs> she says these are the first, and then they <sighs> migrated south and evolved to live in the desert and. 
then the African ones are separate. I don't Would know. there be gravoids in fucking Idaho? Yeah, because like, Alabaster's land. Yeah, so so she's so she gets grabbed by one of the snake tongues, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, she's like, "Don't let me go! Ah, don't let go of me!" And they're like holding on to her yeah. arm, and like another one grabs her around the other arm, and then like one grabs her around the chest, and then like the killing blow. I don't know if you noticed this. The killing blow, one grabs her by the crotch. Yeah. Mm. Like, really aggressively. Like, like, yeah. like it could have grabbed her anywhere. I could have grabbed anywhere. her on her head. And it just, like, I don't know. If, I thought for sure you'd be, like, offended by that. It was so, like, it to me. It didn't really offend me because it was just, like, like it was attacking her. I like, guess. Between her legs would be... It Another just, opening that the you know haha that the grabway could that's, like it was just grabbing her in like three places like three different places at the same time and the last one was like crotch and well, then she I got mean, pulled out. If you think out. about it, if you're trying to get you know pull on something, you go around both sides yeah. and you go around the bottom and then you know I like, guess that's just it not just how felt, Don John wants to hate on women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it yeah. felt a little bit like. They need to grab her there, like no, that. no. It and didn't. I was like, "Grab boy, grab her by the." It was like a whole by, thing like, that this crossed point my mind. In the movie, I've really given up on like any of the female characters being as good as the old ones oh, because yeah, first sure. of all, there's too many of them, which I thought I would never say, but there's too many because they don't distinguish anything about them. No, they're all catalog models. Like they're yeah. all wearing a different cardigan and like. I have glasses, so I'm yeah. a smart. Yeah, I'm a smart one. I'm a smart. <laughs> I mean, and there's this doctor that gets killed first. There's another girl that looks exactly like her that I have no idea what her position was. <laughs> yeah. She, she kill- was with them for the rest of the movie. Oh, right, right. Who, gets killed, get killed. The, who gets killed in the hot springs? Another the, one. Another one. Another the DARPA female doctor. scientist yeah, yeah. from DARPA. Yeah. She gets totally jawsed to mm-hmm. death. Yeah. <sighs> Which we, yeah, we, we do get to see graboids in water and was it as exciting as we hoped? No. This one, yeah, this one, like every chance they ha- can kill a, a female first yeah. instead of a man, they kill the female. Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, really? Okay. Come on, Don Juan. Come on, come on, Don John. <laughs> oh, and I want to point out too that when Bert is getting diagnosed with this disease, I was freaking out because when we watched Tremors 3 and Bert came out of the graboid and said, like, we're never going to talk about this again. (laughs) I had said specifically, I thought for sure Bert was going to come out of that graboid and say, I was in the belly of the beast. And in this movie, they show the flashback and he looks and says, I was in the belly of the beast. And I was like, they can hear me. (laughs) That was crazy. It was so weird. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Probably. So, uh... So Bert's got this disease, and we find that the only thing that can cure it, and the only thing that people have been trying to do every fucking movie, <laughs> is capture a live graboid and uh, extract. I don't know antibodies from a juices uh, from yeah, a gland. Juices. Yeah, basically like from its uvula. Yeah, so they need to they need to extract something directly from the graboid in order to cure him. It has to yeah. be alive. They have to oh, perform a town selectomy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically. That's really the reason I got my tonsils out <laughs> right. to cure someone that I'd That's previously right. infected. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we get in this situation where they're like, they're they're doing the electric thing again, where they have conjured something to make an I electric feel like it's wall. Cooler in this, where there's like an underground reservoir, and like they talk about how there's pylons, and like we'll make an electric fence. Yeah, but the the maybe the idea is cooler but the execution of it yeah, is not I, very I agree visually cool there's like this guy who's like he's practically like a wannabe Doc Brown situation who's yeah, like yeah. carrying these wires and like yeah. like you know connecting them and getting electrocuted and being like he's like Whoa! crazy pyro explosive yeah, it's just dude like, it's if, so you, if you remember the movie Down Periscope Harlan Williams where he was the radio operator who connected all of the wires with his finger he was a like he he was the conduit of electricity. It is this guy. <laughs> yeah, also, BB-8 yeah. did this in the last that's Jedi. That's right. That's right. So. That's a better and more timely reference. So forget <laughs> what I just said. They use they use this uh, electric wall to kill the first graboid, and we get uh, Bert giving his uh, his new line. Based on his original favorite line, he says, "You broke into the wrong hangar, you bastard." Which is stupid because <laughs> that is not Bert's hangar. Like and Bert I, has not I, has not outfitted this hangar. He's nope, had no nope. say in what this hangar can it do. Made me so sad. Yeah, yeah. So another thing, man. They're just like, hey, reference, reference. Hey, reference. remember? Yeah, remember, remember? Yeah, totally, totally. And I was. I like, did like oh. it. One line he had that I did like is when he. Uh, 
comes out of one of his comas. He's like, I'll be dead when I say I'm dead. I was like, that seems like Yeah, and, and Jamie Kennedy's like, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but he says it timidly like he's not sure. <laughs> Which is probably one of the best like line reads that he has in this movie. I think that maybe we jumped past this where Bert's like super... Um, oh, we definitely jumped past stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> super dubious of DARPA and thinks that like oh the DARPA has like grown the the graboids or whatever and that's a classic Stephen King Stranger Things like DARPA is spooky evil shit yeah the whole thing is like that he uh he thinks that DARPA is going to try to weaponize the graboids right and so one thing that I actually liked in the middle of this movie the DARPA's guy is like (laughs) you would think that but like fuck dude I'm here to get groundwater to the states yeah (laughs) that's fucking it I'm just trying to help everybody yeah Yeah, it's like the ice caps are melting we're collecting the water that's literally it yeah Yeah. and Bert's like I still don't believe you, which he's kind of right. Because at did. the end, he's like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah but, we do want to win. But, but, <laughs> but I did like that it was just like, that you, you you thought that, oh, like, yeah, they grew the Graboids. It's this government conspiracy. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. Also, I, did, I did enjoy that. Yeah. There's also a subplot that I barely understood, and I must have missed a scene or something. But Jamie I doubt Kennedy it. has brought the h an nhk 91 from five he had the hk 91 in five this is another dumb like reference thing that i was like jamie kennedy had it yes he had it on his bike in nevada when they met okay so for some reason hk 91 i don't know he never brought it up again in five but in this one he keeps saying where did you get a hk 91 where did did, you get it no he was asking about it oh okay well he keeps asking him over and over and i was just like what yeah and he reveals that he got it from Heather. Which is like, that is a stupid reference to Heather. In the other movie, he said, like, where he talked to Heather in the camera when he thought he was dying. That didn't annoy me as much. But this was like, but he was talking not about really that gun. related. That's the gun he was talking about. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. But so what? We're supposed to believe that Jamie Kennedy went to Heather and got it before he even had the chance to <laughs> yeah. meet Bert and reveal that he was his father? Yes. It's, it's dumb. That's it's dumb. That, that was the premise that they set forward in, in the last movie. Yeah, but it's just not. It's dumb. Yes, it's <laughs> awful. And yeah, and this whole movie, it still doesn't seem like Bert cares about Travis, Jamie Kennedy. He calls him Wingman. He doesn't he call him Son. Wingnut. He starts calling him Wingnut. He finally calls him Wingman, and that's supposed to be like a good thing. But um, it, I think Jamie Kennedy does an okay job of acting like he does actually care about Bert and doesn't want him to die. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Bert seems seems quite ready to die. Jamie Kennedy is like, think, dummy, think. We got to capture one of these things alive. But then they kill a bunch of them, and he doesn't really think that that's a good idea. And he's like, someone mentioned fishing earlier. Right. <laughs> he mentioned to and the scientist, too, that, like, you know, I, ha- I haven't known my dad for that long, and I don't want him to die. And know? then I they get to know do him. do a thing that I was wanting to see in Triple. First, they make a joke about, oh, how are you going to catch him alive? Are you going to lasso them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, if I thought that there was going to be a Tremors rodeo, yes, too, when yes. he was catching the ostriches. That would have been great. That, that was them making fun of my dumb idea, <laughs> which, fair enough, movie. Uh, but then they decide to go fishing for a graboid, which I don't know. I'm down with. That was fun. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it was like they uh, they executed it poorly, but fine. Yeah, so they kind of like put this hook on the airplane and time it so that it like catches the graboid as it jumps, and then they drag uh, it into a. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I was kind of confused exactly yeah, what yeah. was happening. All right, well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's double back to get to why that scene makes me mad. Yeah. Um. So, so the grab before before the the electric fence thing. Uh, there's there's a gentleman who's who likes energy drinks and yes. RC planes, and he gets stuck on top of a drill core that they just set for automatic drilling. <laughs> yeah, and the the one guy goes like, "Hey, remember we set it for automatic no drilling?" drilling. <laughs> and you're like, "Come on!" And then Bert's like, "Oh my god, that's like a graboid like." Uh, energy beacon, beacon. yeah, yeah. Energy beacon. <laughs> whatever. And so this guy's on top of it, and then like they have to save somebody else or whatever. So like there, it's like a fucking drill that's just like pounding into the ground, uh, and they're trying to save this other guy. And then Bert has the bright idea where this guy who's into energy drinks 
PC, 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 PC. He's like, he's like, how many of those energy drinks have you had? And he's like, oh, well, you got to pee off that tower and and distract the graboids from the giant drill tower that's still firing. Uh, and so he does. And one of the things that 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 Bert says here is take out that disco stick and let it dance. <laughs> Where he's encouraging <sighs> another gentleman to urinate. Yeah, and we get in a, front of all of these sexy scientists. We get a fun line from Valerie who's looking at his dick through a sniper <laughs> oh, scope. He got game. Yeah. <laughs> is a thing that is said. She's like zoomed in on it with her sniper. And that's and that's a and then it distracts the graboid. Uh and and yeah, and so that because peeing on the ground is so pe- fucking loud. Peeing on the ground is so fucking loud. The way that they killed them with the electric fence is that they had like pneumatic drills and sledgehammers, and they were making all the noise in the fucking world, mm-hmm. uh, and to drive it into this electric fence the same way that Val killed it in the first movie, which was kind of cool. It was like a slow motion. It was kind of annoying, but fucking whatever. To the lure that they have for their fishing plan <laughs> is the fucking executive balls of like the clickety clack. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh god, that was and that's and that's what's attached to the hook to this plane. It's not a hook, it's not a bait. It's they're just their whole plan is and they're all standing around making fucking noise. It's not like it's the <laughs> yeah. loudest fuck. Like they could have just thrown a fucking drill out there. Yep. But yep. no, like this novelty fucking bouncy ball thing <laughs> with no hook that's gonna get it caught in this graboid's throat is the thing that they're gonna attach to the goddamn plane. But they didn't attach the line to. <laughs> the plan is fucking stupid. Yeah, is, my, yeah. is my point. And it uh, makes it look like the graboid jumps out of the ground and then they hook it and then drag it while it's flying through there into a cargo, storage, a cargo, into a cargo yeah. container and then they just shove a bunch of rebar into it. Yeah. So it's like yeah. stuck there. Yeah. 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 And then we get a, uh, a terrible looking graboid mouth prop. Yeah. Well, some... at least it was practical. I have to say. I, like, yeah. I, I mean, it was, yeah. but I was like, eh, I didn't like and then, it. And then some bro bros have to, to kill the mouth tentacles. Yep. That was really a dumb scene, too. Yeah. Like, all these different characters trying to use machetes and, like, fight off the... Nobody died, right? It was just all pointless. Yeah, nobody died. It was just, like, sure. a dumb, like, oh, look at me. I can, I can be the man and do it. I'm the man. But nope, nobody could. Nope. And then and then uh, Bert, who's been down for the count, you know, shows up with his gun. Is, and... and his ass. Yeah, and his ass. <laughs> oh, also, the whole reason <sighs> this is happening is that Jamie Kennedy... Uh, Senator was like, "Well, no, of course we can. We can capture Gravity. Of course we can do it. Because nobody said they could. You could nail Jello to a wall, but I did. <sighs> <laughs> and then that's a recurring theme <laughs> Jamie, as a thing that he said Jamie that's Kennedy, supposed why? to be inspiring. Why? Why? Yeah. I will say. Also, their election. <laughs> the electrified. I'm sorry. The electrified ground thing. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well, I have more to say. <laughs> The electrified ground thing is like the same plot that the little girl had. I know, and that's why I said it's not as cool. It's dumb. Yeah, and you don't see anything happen. It's just like a like an explosion kind yeah. of. Yeah. One thing uh, that kind of happened in all the other Tremors films, except really for these last two, is that somebody that either we care about or the characters care about gets killed, and in. Five and six, nobody gets killed other than like extraneous people, which is very predictable. Pieces of shit are hot are, are hot chicks. Yeah. 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 And so especially in this one, I was like, there's so many characters. So I thought, oh, there's just gonna be like more crazy deaths, right? right. But barely any of them die. Like yeah. we get a few a few of the DARPA guys die. The one the two female doctor scientists and like that one Dr. Freezy guy who won't stop the, running away the with a pilot would have been the person that, that would if if she died, it would have actually had an impact. Yeah, or anyone really, but yeah, we just don't care about any of these people, and like, yeah, it just reminds me of like how like poignant it was in like Tremors three when Miguel died, or like in Tremors one, the doctor and his wife, like that was really sad, and like yeah, yeah, and Chang, and um, 
the drunk guy even and then in the prequel even like black hand kelly got eaten by the graboid no, and death, like, but, death yeah. matters these people like, I th- these I th- named characters i think we're canon i think we're learning that the writing was better in those yeah. other yeah. movies yeah absolutely yeah uh, uh. so yeah anyways there wasn't enough death <laughs> <laughs> more carnage like uh, maybe it kind of gets back to like uh, uh, there's a, a plot point that gets a moderate amount of screen time in this where Bert has changed hats, mm-hmm. where he's wearing a Cubs hat, and I that, didn't like that either. That is uh, Michael Gross. He's a Cubs fan. He is from Chicago, and the Atlanta Hawks hat was originally his idea, and so I think at this point he was like, "Fuck it, like that was my idea. I you're paying me. It's a Cubs hat now." They went with that joke like six times. <laughs> they did. They did. Uh, apparently, the Hawks hat was just a hat that was lying around the set that he put on. Yeah. And so this time he wants to wear a Cubs hat because of them. Right. They won something. They won the World Series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he just gets to be like, I I didn't change teams, just hats. Which over does, and over it again. doesn't make any sense because it's different <sighs> leagues and yeah. Anyway, it was weird. It was weird. But it was it was I think it was Michael Gross being like, sure, you can pay me. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Tyler, that was the return of your insider baseball segment. Oh, <laughs> inside baseball segment. <laughs> Finally, yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's. I mean, they 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 capture the graboid. Uh, they pretend like they're going to give it to the DARPA bro. They extract J- J- the Jamie antibodies. Jamie in there with oh, a right, big right. old goofy syringe. Yeah. And then even though the doctor was killed by via the vagina, uh, they were able to synthesize a cure. <laughs> yep, yep. Because there was just what, a, there Jamie was a, Kennedy infected now, and he's going to get it in twenty years. But they like, have this whole scene where like he actually died. He, there, it seems like he's dead. They have right? the antibodies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Everyone lives. How how you get uh, infected with graboid disease is, uh, you know, wait, hold on, you guys. Yeah. Did they name the graboid disease in this movie? They did not. We need to name it, because if we name it, it's going to be what it's called forever. Grab-Aids? Graboid phasia? Grab-Aids. <laughs> Grab-Aids. <laughs> According to Jamie Kennedy's off-color. I, I like, I like Grab-Aids. <laughs> yeah. Ding, we have a winner. It's called Grab-Aids. <laughs> Bert was infected with grabbits. Grab I'm ashamed of myself for making up that portmanteau. You came up with it so fast. I know. I know. Like you were holding on to it. That's right. No, I really wasn't. <laughs> um, at some though. point, uh, the DARPA guy wants to be saved, and Jamie Kennedy refuses to save him unless he agrees to waive all of Bert's back taxes and make him never pay taxes again. And then he's like, oh, yeah, also me too. I don't, also don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. So the guy's like, all right, fine. And like at the end of the movie, he actually signs some mysterious paper that says the two of them never have to pay taxes again. Yeah. And we learn that it was all a ruse and they're going to fly a fucking airplane into the <laughs> remote control airplane into the graboid and blow it up. Yeah. Dumb, dumb, yep. dumb. And uh, then we get a super rapey kissing scene. <laughs> That's right. It's it's incredibly it's not ra- the kissing scene it's itself not, is I not mean, rapey, she, but yeah. the descriptions from Bert of like yes. what he should be doing yes, yes. are a little rapey. Oh, I, I, I have it. <laughs> here I have we go. It. I have it here. Uh, so, Give it to us. So they do their little goodbye or whatever, and and Bert's like, "Oh, dude, like that's not that like no son of mine." Like, you call that romantic? Like, you need to go there with a forty-four Magnum. Like, he was like, there was you, no penetration. No, 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 you don't go there with that broke dick response. And then what Jamie Kennedy says is, that wasn't broke dick. That was sweet dick. Yeah, he, like, kissed her on the cheek, right? <gasps> sure. Yeah. And then and then he's like, no, you need to go in there for maximum penetration. Boo! And then, and then Jamie Kennedy goes in there and has a real gross kiss uh, with... This completely unearned love scene. No, I don't, uh, I don't like and it. And then afterwards, he goes back to Bert, and Bert's like, "It wasn't a forty-four Magnum; it was like a thirty-four, which I assume maybe it was maybe that's a wrong gun thing. I don't know. It just also, came... also the IMDb thing of these. Everyone's like, "That's not what that gun does. This is not what that gun does. <laughs> that gun doesn't <laughs> fuck people. <laughs> that gun doesn't click that way." And it's like, oh god. The, the that thing with Bert, it's like that has never Bert has never had womanizer qualities no, yeah. at Bert, all. Bert loved his so wife, creepy. and in the scene from Tremors Two, where it's sad and pathetic for him to be like, where he gets the call from mm-hmm. from Fred, and it's just like Fred Ward's just like, oh my god, graboids, like give my life purpose, like 
implicit in that scene is that he knows he fucked up. Yeah. He wasn't at the strip club when he answered the yeah. phone. <laughs> like he li- yeah, he, he, he literally had he one. Yeah, he wasn't at the strip club reloading his guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As we know, he's had one wife that he was devoted to and devastated when she left. And he had a one night stand at a Grateful Dead concert in the 70s. Like those are not Who things hasn't? that yeah. like, yeah, like what this con- just comes out of nowhere. Like it just it kind of goes back to what we were saying where he keeps yelling about like uh, conspiracy theories and stuff and taxes. It's just like. Yeah. That I guess it fits, but it wasn't really part of it. It was like this is the kind of dad I want to be. I think yeah. I think, <laughs> it, I, think it's, I think it's a different. I think I think that the archetype had changed, and it's a different parody of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the parody. Yeah, maybe. it was bad. It I'm was not. Bad. I, I and maybe it's it's more complex than that. And it's not the type of show, so we don't have to get into it. I but. feel like they could have done the same kind of thing, but not with that creepy language. Yeah. Just been like, hey, you know, why did you, why didn't you kiss her? Like, like literally, yeah, yeah, like, oh, you know, you, whatever. You know, what did Fred Ward say to Val before? Like, you yeah, should have made some like comment about like kissing her on the mouth. Like, like, like you've been talking to Val and be like, you know what? Like, she wouldn't be here if, 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 uh, if, if her dad hadn't made, you know, a, a reckless, you know, made, made a reckless move. You know what? Like, I say you go for it. So. I mean, he should have been like, that wasn't a real kiss. This was a real kiss, and then kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been so much better, right, guys? (laughs) That I would buy. (laughs) Do you guys think there's a Tremors porn parody out there? (laughs) Sorry, just talking about that. The two guys making out made me think there's got to be parodies out there. Don't make any noise. You're going to will it into existence. You're going to get penetrated. I'm sure there there is. I'm sure there is. Uh, Please so... don't tweet us. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to really know. It was more just a hypothetical. So that's uh, that's basically the end of the movie, and uh, we don't get any post credit things. Uh... And end of the series. Yeah. For now. Yeah. So for now. Do, would we want to see this series continue? I guess you know we have we really have not talked about this Kevin Bacon pilot that recently was all over the news. So yeah. Kevin Bacon decided to come back and make a pilot for Sci-Fi, which Sci-Fi is part of NBC Universal. So I feel like they were trying to set it up in this movie by having this character Valerie. She kind of kept alluding to the fact that her dad was a piece of crap and not a very good dad. He's an absent father. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there. You know, like she mentions it multiple times. And in the trailer that leaked or went out for this unaired pilot um val is shown being like a alcoholic back in perfection Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. there's not obviously not like in a good way so i think they're probably trying to set that up but then they ended up not picking up the pilot and it's gone now yeah so no one will ever see that um there was a tremors tv series too that we haven't talked about but yes but uh, those are the only remaining media that exists for Mm -hmm. tremors at the moment Mm -hmm. um but like, yeah, would you guys be interested in seeing another movie? I I think that is interesting. <clears throat> I, I I should get his name right. It's Don Michael, Michael Paul. Don Michael Paul. <laughs> I looked at his IMDb, and guys, I have bad news. I feel like that we're not going to be rid of him for a little bit. <sighs> I feel like he is someone who commits sequel sins. Oh no! Uh, and he has directed. If you look at him, he is basically the go-to guy for extraneous sequels. He did Jarhead 3. He did Death Race. He did a lot of these different things. And uh, I feel like it's great for for our podcast, the thing we're talking about, Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. these last two movies really took when you're squeezing blood from the stone of a series. and, And I felt like that the Tremors mythology had so much more to go with. Mm-hmm. And this five and six went immediately to where second and third sequels usually go to. And it is kind of soulless and artless. And uh, uh, if it's going to continue on in that vein, I would not like to see that. I like so you're saying we're about like two years away from a Jamie Kennedy only yes. Tremors film. Um, I was gonna say I, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so I liked the uh, I liked Tremors Five Bloodlines because it was like, yeah, we're like shot suddenly into like modern filmmaking, uh, and we've got like crazy new graboids from Africa. Sure. Whoa, this movie 
They have an opportunity to do that again. Ice Graboids, something crazy. They sure. don't go far enough with that. It's like no. basically the same thing. And I was like super interested in, in the idea, and I don't feel like – I feel like it expands the mythology in a cool way and not like a movie-breaking way. We're like these uh, Graboids are so old – and they're clearly spread out throughout the world. How come we can't have them evolving in different ways all over the place? So, like, I was hoping that this movie would then, you know, have crazy, like, new evolutions that were, like, like I said last week, like mm-hmm. ice graboids or something. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really seem like that. But I would be to- totally down for, like, them, like, globe hopping and finding graboids in different places that have different attributes and different things I that they've that, evolved in, like, crazy ways. Like, that would be interesting. So like, it was such a throwaway thing. It was like, it's the tundra, like, global warming. And it's like, so we didn't have to change the models. We didn't have to change the rules. Nothing yeah. really changed. It's just, like, wasted potential. And so, like, I think that... that I would like to see more of that. I, there's there's a nerd part of me that's like, well, if they only hatch every 300 years, their evolutionary cycle would be very slow. Uh, but if they hatched all over the world at different times, and yeah, they just yeah. people didn't know about it, or I don't know, you know, who knows? But but no, yes, I, <laughs> different locations with different rules. I, I agree that that Africa was more compelling because there was some new addition to it. Yeah, this that, this movie had nothing new. Yeah. Yes. So and so yes, those are good points about the graboids. But I'd say on a character level, God forbid they make one without Michael Gross. Like even though we didn't like where Bert was going at yeah. this point, like just stop if Michael Gross is no longer on board. Uh, I believe he has already said that he is on board for another one. So like, I, why wouldn't he? He's fucking making bank out of these, yeah. probably. And um, like, and I wouldn't. I don't mind Jamie Kennedy coming back and continuing that character, but I feel like if you're really gonna continue and keep going back to the old well of the references, you got to get at least one more person back. You got to get either Kevin Bacon or Fred Ward or somebody to come back because it's just like you're you're going farther and farther away from it, but trying to pull more and more from it. I don't necessarily. I, I don't think that you need any of them. Like if it was if it was somebody. I think that the thing that's most compelling about the Tremors, Tremors, the first movie, is that they it was so clear that they were doing almost a parody of of this 1950s like stereotype. Mm-hmm. And so if you're taking this action movie stereotype and you're saying these are the archetypes, these are the people, and the way that we're going to do this is we're going to go against type, we're going to go against expectations, and we're going to make those characters compelling. If that's your goal and that's in the spirit, I think it would fit as a Tremors movie and I would be excited to see those characters. But I think that it's it's a hard task and it takes a it would take a really great script and a really great director and that's just not the direction yeah. these are going. I'm just really like this whole talk about like, you know, we've reached the end of the series and it just makes me so sad and like I like I never thought I would be like I really want to see that pilot that Eli yeah. was talking about that guy canceled like you know whether or not it was good or what it like continues the story of like one of the main characters that we've only heard like kind of like offhand mentions of basically. I, I don't know if it was in this movie or in five where Jamie Kidd is like how many other monster hunters you know none and I'm like I know several yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it, it's like one of those things that's like we're probably never going to see it and it's like a continuation yeah. of that it's of his so story. funny too because I mean when we spoke to S.S. Wilson and he has said on the website that they would still despite all the bad blood and all yeah. that they would want bad to come back bad bloodlines <laughs> they would want to if, if given the opportunity they would still come back to the franchise which right. is insane that they even say that but like i don't know and they weren't involved in the kevin bacon thing even though they apparently reached out but um i did uh see on that facebook group that at least one of the guys has somehow watched the kevin bacon pilot Mm -hmm. Uh, but they were being all mysterious so jealous so jealous i would love to see it i'd love to see it i think we should use our tremors clout (laughs) <laughs> on this podcast to get a screening of the film. If, yeah, if you've seen it and you can get it to us, uh, we will happily watch it and talk about it. <laughs> oh, man, that would be crazy. Or not talk about in it. crazy. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, I, d- I, I also heard an interview with Michael Gross where he said he wants – the reason he keeps coming back is because he feels like – Bert gets a new thing to do on a personal level every time. So I guess he felt like having a son in the fifth and then being sick and older in this one was the thing. But like, I think if, if they don't find a way to better improve the relationship between him and his son, 
or alternatively like can he have another love interest like i think i don't or something you know, I don't know. like maybe uh he'll get to be a ghost in the next one uh, get reba bring back reba that would be crazy but cool. Ghost, ghost hunter. If they brought back Reba, like that's it, sold. I'm, I'm in. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So that'd be know. crazy. So yeah, those are all the possibilities. Yeah, um, I think we are all willing to see more. Um, so what do you think about the overall order of this franchise? Overall order. I think we all agree one is the best one. Yeah, I think one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, there's so many. Uh, I think I'd have to go one. I can tell you mine right now. It's yeah, yeah. one, then four, the prequel. Three. I love the prequel. Too. I know. I love the prequel so much. And then three, the back to perfection. Yeah. Then two and then five and six. Yeah. I think I'd go one, three, four, two, five, six. Yeah. yeah. I think I agree with you, Liz. I think I have the exact same order. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. I like three better because it just the the for me the the novelty of bringing back all the characters yeah. or as many yeah. characters as they could was yeah. I just love that prequel. I don't know. Why. Charming, I just charming. loved it. Um, I and I do. Uh, I have bought the TV series. I haven't had time to watch it yet, but hopefully at some point in the future, maybe we'll do like a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah, or we something. might do a bonus episode. Um, I also have bought the book um, "Seeking Perfection" by Jonathan Melville, which is really a lot of behind the scenes stuff um, from Tremors and a lot of really good interviews. And I definitely want to finish reading that and talk about it at some point as well. Sweet, sweet. Uh, well, shoot. I think that's going to bring us to the end of the Tremors franchise. Did we talk about how many sexy female scientists we'd give? No, uh, we didn't. Six. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with a two on this one. Uh, I'll I say really, three. really did not care for it that much. No, I, I think it's... I, I, I had a hard time paying attention, not going to lie. <laughs> two. Same as five. Uh, it was a disappointing end of the franchise, man. Yeah. I was like... Ice Graboids, why? Yeah. It <laughs> could have be been cool so if cool. the Ice Graboids had like Elsa powers. <laughs> I want them to shoot icicles out of their mouths. Why couldn't or, they or do they that? Shoot the snake ice. Yeah, uh, there's there no ice. A cold day in hell? It, was, it didn't seem that cold. Didn't it was seem not that cold. cold. It seemed like a summer in South Africa. <laughs> Tremors, a summer in South Africa. Africa. Next time we're in a cold place, they're going to be like, you guys, it is so cold right now. I feel like I'm summer in South yeah. Africa. It's, uh, it's South Africa cold. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's it, man. Um, stay tuned here to hear what we're going to do next for you guys. That's but right. in the meantime, Elis, where can people uh, keep in touch with us? Follow yeah, up? Yeah, you can email us anytime, sequelrights at gmail.com. This is a good time to remind you that uh, we need suggestions for other franchises. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so please email us that, or you can always reach out to us and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sequelrights. And uh, Tyler. Where can people uh, show us their appreciation? Uh, we'd love to hear your comments and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Give us one star. Just tell us what you think. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and uh, so coming up next, you guys, we are going to be diving into The Purge. The Purge. Don't go out at The Purge night. It's a bad idea. Yeah. But, it's a, <laughs> but, do it. but it's a super solid sociological experiment. The science checks out. Yes. Uh, the reason we are doing The Purge is because we are going to lead up to the release of the brand new fourth film in theaters, July 4th, The First Purge. So, uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about this one, you guys. Uh, have you guys seen the Purge movies before? I, like Eliz, have only seen uh, the third one. <laughs> I've, okay, I've, so I've that, seen so the you Purge. Mean like, you Alexi- mean like me for Tremors. Yes, because for yes. the Purge, I have seen none of them. I, I mean, like, I've seen a random future one and not the original. I've seen none of them. Ethan Hawke is in the first He's one. He's in the right? first I one. So. I first recently one. saw him as a pimp in Valerian, so I'm excited. <laughs> I recently saw him as a priest in the first oh, I heard that's great. Yeah, Ooh, I did So too. good, so dark. Um, yeah. But, you know, Justin, you and I have both been in many Purge-themed mazes at that's Universal true. Studios. Pretty so, scary. Uh, hopefully that didn't have any spoilers. We can bring uh, uh, first-hand experience of uh, fighting off the Purge. <laughs> Except you can't actually touch any of the people <laughs> or you get thrown out. So, uh, yeah, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to binge on the Purge. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you had that in your back pocket? Just now. Just now. 
just popped into my brain. Honestly, I'm not gonna. I'm, well, I'm not kidding. Yep. So we'll see you guys next week for the end of America. <laughs> next week, the purge. It's actually a documentary. <laughs> Thank you.